Fixtures Podcast, Episode, episode five. 5, Game Week 4. Thank you, Nikki, for getting that out of the way before I even got to my seat. Uh, hello, everybody. Welcome to the Fixtures Podcast, as Nikki just said. Um, we have a full panel today. Um, we have Mark Nail. What did do know? <laughs> uh, Connor Sullivan. Yeah, what's up, guys? Nikki Erdman. What did do? <laughs> and Roy Erdman. What's up? <laughs> All right, so we have a lot to cover today, a lot of people, so we're going to try to keep things uh, from getting crazy here. Um, so let's kick off uh, things with the first game of the week. Southampton won, Manchester United won. Mark, your thoughts? Pathetic. I, th- I feel like United has to step up in every way. Like This does not look like a top four team right now. So if they want top four, you know, they can't be losing to Southampton. Uh, Sorry, drawing with Southampton. Man, you lost. Ryan said both Southampton and Man, you won. Southampton won, Manchester United won. Draw. Oh, bro. You just, <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. We've only been recording for like two minutes. <laughs> so, um, so, yes. So, Manchester United. <laughs> All right. Manchester United drawing with Southampton um, could view that as a bit of a loss for Manchester United. That is 100% a loss. I mean, Southampton is a side that really is probably going to end up getting relegated this year. But Daniel James played fantastic that game. But Paul Pogba. Is has just he just needs to get out of there. He's so bad. Also, Southampton on a red card after seventy uh, third minute. So Manchester United can't even beat a ten man Southampton side. Um, are they in trouble? Do you see Ali Gunnar Solskjaer leaving? Nikki. Uh, I feel like a lot of the Manchester United fans are very um, accusatory towards Ali Gunnar Solskjaer. But I don't think it's really his fault. I think there's a lot of players that are that just have humongous egos and are just very big locker room problems, like Pogba. And I think they just need to get out of there. And I think if he has those people get out of there, I think he can have a very functional and good side. How many bad results until he goes? I would say if it's still continuing like this in January, I would, would not be surprised if he gets out. Yeah, I'm saying until January. I'm going to give until January. I'm saying he won't get sacked before Christmas. They're not going to do that. If if he's doing badly, I think they'll they'll sack him maybe January, but definitely not until Christmas. So Manchester United on five points, uh, only winning one game, two draws, one loss. I, I I thought it was absolutely a pathetic performance by Manchester United. Rashford was just kind of lazying in the park and I do think that the manager will go and it will be very soon. All right. Well, um so that will be I think that cover anybody have anything else to add on that uh United 1 Southampton 1? Uh the marking on the Vestergaard goal was just also abysmal, so. Yeah, yeah. and I mean I think that's what's what's Eight most million. what's most yeah. shocking about this United squad is you know, they have been so bad in the back for the past few years and they really invested in their defense and they're still bad in the back. So, um, yeah, I think there's a lot of work to do still at United, more work than I think uh, United fans would be happy with. Um, All right, so I think that covers Southampton 1, United 1. Moving on, we have Crystal Palace 1, Aston Villa 0. So Jordan Ayew picking up that goal, 
And, uh, of course, Aston Villa with the red card. Um, should Aston Villa have expected more out of this game? I think so. I think Tyrone Ming should have played a lot better, mostly because I had him on my fantasy team, and I played him <laughs> this week. He's pulling this card again. I was very angry. Yeah, um, and I mean, Palace kind of really controlled this game. Um, Jordan Ayew obviously has been doing very well over the past few games. I've really been impressed with him. Um, Aston Villa still tr- struggling to find their feet, I think, um, in the Premier League. They're really... They look good, but they just... they. I'm not sure that they're a Premier League side. Oh, I have something to add about that game, actually. Uh, I did anyone here watch the full game? Yes, I, I, I watched the full game. Yeah, um, so there was a disallowed goal uh, for Aston Villa in that game. Right. And that was, it was very, very controversial because it was disallowed for uh, simulation. It was bad. That was, was a bad, bad call. It was a bad call. It oh, yes, that was the, dr- the and, Jack uh, Grealish one, yeah, right? And, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and literally the, that was fans a very started, bad call. the fans started, like, storming the field and, like, punching the security guards. And That was footage, sad. There was footage of, like, the security guards just whacking people with batons. Yeah, it was face. it was a bad situation. But I think in that case, the ref blew the whistle way too early. He should have let play go on. And, yeah, you, uh, that's why you have VAR. And refs well, he in, let play go on. He let play go on. He let him. No, score. he blew the well, whistle. No, well, he blew I, the whistle right before he yeah, shot. Yeah, he blew the it whistle. Was, that's, so what, it was all, yeah, that's what it was. That's what created all the controversy, and that's where the fans got all upset. And that's when they started. But to the get thing a, is, the thing is, they can't use VAR for simulation because they were going over that. It's not. That's not one of the things that they can use VAR for. Well, the thing that got me in the reason why. I mean, it was outside the box, right? It wasn't in no, the box. It was in the box. So first of all, why would you dive outside the box? It was. Second of all, it was in the box. I thought it was right outside. I thought it was like freaking. No, it was. It was in the box. It was in the box. It was just inside. And, the box. and I don't okay. think you uh, call that a dive if you looked at it. Over no, and over. I mean it, he he went down, but it, I don't think he went down looking for a pen. I think he went down and he passed the ball like he got the ball away. He passed the ball and then went down. Yeah, he should have never got that yellow card. That was not a dive, in my opinion. Absolute yeah. travesty. Yeah, I I mean, this, I've never seen this rule do this. Like, I've never seen a ref do this. Like, I've always seen refs play, let play go on. I mean, same thing happened, you know, the Arsenal game earlier, too, anyways. So, I, I don't know why it didn't happen in this game, and it just does not make any sense to me. Yeah, it was kind of dumb. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was honestly a bizarre call. So, um... Not really sure what 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 happened there. And yeah, but you can see what's happening with the VAR and the fans and the the refs. It's just getting uh, it's getting escalated. So yeah, okay. Um, so I think that wraps up Palace one, Villa nil. Uh, moving right along, uh, Chelsea two, Sheffield two. The number nine curse is broken, finally. So like like the last like ten people Chelsea has had as number nine. They've just played awful. And Tammy Abraham now has four goals in two games. Against Sheffield and Norwich. Don't forget that, though. Yeah, and let's, let's, pull, let's pull him out and uh, while we're ahead and lose the game. Or, uh, I'm sorry, tie the game. That was an absolute travesty of a call, I think, by the uh, manager to pull Tammy Abraham. I was, I was really rooting for Chelsea, and then it, it was pathetic i really i mean i can see taking tammy abraham off i really can because you're in the lead at this point 
you just need to throw people in the back and just defend in the uh, lead by one. In That's, the lead by one, but in the lead by two. Two no, up until the 46th minute. Oh, so, oh yeah. yeah. Uh, but when it, Abraham was brought off, it was in the lead. It was the 89th minute Kurt Zuma own goal. Yeah. Um, I think the real problem with this Chelsea side, Kurt Zuma was responsible for both goals this game. He has really Kurt been, been really shocking. Bad, and Kurt Zuma has played the most minutes out of any Chelsea player this season. Where is Christensen? Like, is he locked in Lampard's basement or something? Where did he go? <laughs> I don't know why they're not playing Christensen. I think he might be recovering from a little knock or something. But they played... Uh, what well, One player that they did play was uh, Fikeo Tamori. Yep. And Tamori played really well. He played really well. That's promising. Yeah, so, that, I mean, that's a bright spot. And Tammy Abraham, of course. Tammy Abraham played well. Um, and then also Mason Mount played really well again. Mason Mount hit the crossbar, I think, twice. And he had a bunch of shots. But... Yeah. Um, yeah, he looked real good. Looked real good. Yeah, I said he looked real good <laughs> last couple of games. I, I don't know where he came from, but wow, he came from Derby, yeah, the Lone Army. Where the Lone Army? He was playing in the championship last or year underneath under Frank, Lampard. Frank Lampard in his team in the championship, Derby County. So um, yeah. So and and the weird thing was there was some weird subs. It, Frank Lampard was treating it kind of like he was four one up and yeah, not two one up. It was weird. Billy Gilmore came on. Bachuai finally came Billy on. Billy Gilmore. <laughs> um, <laughs> Ricky Bobby. <laughs> what? <laughs> so, um, but uh, at the same time, do we need to give Sheffield United some more credit here? Because oh. they really. They really put on the pressure. I'm gonna be honest. They played. They did. They did not stop playing their heart out. Because a, a lot of teams in that position would end up just like giving up and kind of just accepting the fact that they're gonna lose. But they really, yeah. they really pushed for that draw. They did really push for it. However, Chelsea still let in two own goals. No, no, one, it was no, one goal. own goal and, and no, one no. that was just really shocking. Was barely yeah. an own goal. I would. Yeah, I, I, I would honestly would not have called it, it an, an own goal, goal. but I, honestly, I think I think this is a really good positive for Sheffield United. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and I think Chelsea has some uh, some some Billy Gilmore made his some building to do. That's fantastic, still. Ricky Bobby. And I think they really they could really uh, they're really going to be happy when Rudiger is back. I think because I mean the, what's been killing Chelsea so far this the season defense. has been bad bad defense. Yeah, and I mean the, I think I think it's time to give uh, I think it's also time to give Marcos Alonso another shot. Because I think Emerson has not been playing as well as he was last season, these first couple games, and I think it's time to give Marcus Alonso another chance. Yeah. Yeah, I think you also have to talk about Sheffield. I mean, that's that is, and the, what they've done is incredible. I mean, to tie uh, Chelsea and to come back like that, I thought they'd be in the bottom of the league. And, uh, you know, I was pretty impressed by uh, what they did this they week. They are sitting on one win, two draws, one loss so far this season. That's pretty good for a new Which for a side. newly promoted side. They are even with points with Manchester United, Spurs, Chelsea, and Sheffield United all on five points. Yeah, and uh, Robinson really uh, stuck out. Like uh, He's uh, one of their stars. I think he's going to be one of the ones that I'm going to pick in the fantasy going forward. Um, put that down in your book. Robinson, I'm picking him up. Oliver McBurney. Uh, yes, Ali McBurney, I like a lot. He, did he get his debut goal in that game, or was that, uh, or was that no. Robinson? Robinson got his goal. I think McBurney scored last uh, yeah, he last, scored week. last week. Well, Robinson should have gotten both goals, but uh, they gave Zuma the credit. <laughs> 
So, um, all right. So I think that wraps up Chelsea two, Sheffield two. Uh, moving on, the battle for uh, the worst of the worst here. Newcastle won, Watford won. That this was game, an absolute snooze fest. This game had more yeah, blocks I think than I'm the Minecraft gonna go World. <laughs> I, think, I think I'm going to go grab a beer on that one. I'll let you guys discuss, and I'll be back. Um, yeah, so <laughs> Newcastle, both Newcastle and Watford, both looking really, really bad so far this season. Neither of them are getting off the mark. Honestly, Newcastle really controlled this game more so than Watford. Newcastle looked pretty good. I'm pretty good. Honest. It's been the same thing that's been biting them so far this season, though, in that they can't score. They can't hit the net, and they keep wasting chances. That Isaac Hayden chance, I thought that was in, dude. But, like, I feel like they have the potential to score, but they just don't. Like, they, they keep on getting unlucky. They keep on missing. I don't. I don't get it. Hey. All that matters is I brought in Fabian Char on my team. Can you week. shut up about fantasy? <laughs> and he went and he scored one, and I was so excited. Well, Char is also, I mean, I like their back line. It does, it's not that bad. I mean, no, know. I mean, really, this Newcastle side isn't terrible. I mean, they just, they're young and they're inexperienced, and they are not with the right manager for the job. To... On paper, this team comes in like 12. I don't with a good it. manager, with with, with, with the manager Rafa who Benitez, can, yeah, yeah, with Rafa Benitez. Uh, well, you know what they um, look at what they did last week with the the Spurs. You know what I mean? Well, that was just really bad luck with Spurs. Too. But I, I think they have a good defense. Uh, Newcastle does, but I think Shar was he hurt? I thought he was taken out. I, I, oh no! He, I, did he have a knock for this time? I think he did get taken off, but I think he was fine. Yeah, he was fine. I think he was just tired. Yeah. Um, and then meanwhile, Watford still in all, I mean, this is, at what point do we call this a, a, a crisis? I mean, I would say it's a crisis right now. Are, I mean, yeah, yeah they are I'd in crisis. Three. Definitely a crisis. And I mean, how really, how much longer until, um, Gracia goes Soon. I mean, if your only goal-scoring threat is Will Hughes liquidate the club, but, like, Grassi has got to go, too. I mean, I, do, I don't get it. How He wasn't that bad with Watford last year. I mean, everybody everybody says they're going to finish 13th, and here they are starting off so badly. I don't think, I don't think this is going to end well for him. No. Does anybody have any uh, Dark Horse picks for who they would pick for a new Watford manager? Bring back Marco Silva. <laughs> Jose, uh, Jose Mourinho. Jose Watford Mourinho Man. to Watford. Watford yes. uh, Arsene Wenger, Watford Manager. Oh. So, um, uh, did the thing with the Spurs. Uh, who is the new football manager for them? Oh, he's talking about the um, that old video. The, the old video where the American a, goes and manages yeah, Spurs. The Spurs. You know? I no, think it's an old, old YouTube video he's from a long time old. ago. Oh, yeah, you know? oh, yes, yes. I yeah, the one about. where it's, the, uh, it's a comedy one. The NFL coach in the yeah. Premier yeah, League. Yeah, I, yes. I think he's definitely a runner for you know, I'm, I'm managing the Tottenham Hotspurs. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I would not be surprised if they brought in, like, an awful pick, like Andres Vs boas or someone just completely inane to do it. Unai Emery. Hey. <laughs> um, all right. So I think that wraps up. Uh, we've given that game far too much time already. Uh, moving on. Manchester City for Brighton nil. Uh, City versus Aguero. Brighton. Anybody surprised by this result? No. I'm still bad at fantasy. Should have been actually a uh, six nothing. 
Um, it really should have been. But you know, the, the thing that really worried me though was Laporte. Um, he's going to be out for six months with that injury. Laporte. Yeah. Yeah, that's going to be hard for them, especially because they. That's the position where I think City's weakest right now in terms of depth. Do you think? Do you think they start Stones and Otamendi together, or do you think they slot in? Oh, Walker absolutely. And I would slot, Yeah, I would slot in Walker and center back, and yeah, then play put Walker to center uh, back, and then start. I, I trust Walker more, but I yeah. think I don't think that's what Pep's going to do. I think it's something you try against a weaker side, and if it goes well, awesome. If not. Doesn't matter. You play I, yeah. If not, Manchester City is strong enough that they're going to be fine regardless against uh, like. Yeah, it doesn't matter how many goals you're letting in if you score six every yeah, game. Yeah, with the with the attackers and midfielders they have, I don't think they need to worry about their back line as much. And if they have one small hole, I don't think that'll be the end of the world for them. Yeah, no, they don't be- need to worry about their back line too much. However, once they start, oh well, <laughs> and uh, we'll talk about this. Actually, I think now is a good time to talk about this. Um, Champions League groups are drawn. Uh, City getting um, they paid so much money for that group. Uh, if City doesn't win, I'm gonna be really disappointed. Oh, the Champions League? They're not gonna win the Champions they're, League they're this not. year. I no. don't. I don't know why they're not gonna win it. I just know that they're not gonna win it. So I'm gonna be really disappointed then. <laughs> uh, so yes, yeah, City in their group drawing. Let me pull it up here. It was uh, in City's group. We have Dynamo Shakhtar, Zag- Shakhtar, Dinamo Zagreb, and Atalanta. Atalanta, yeah. Um, They're not having any trouble with that group. I don't. I no, mean, no. Well, and here's the That's thing: I thought up about City it, and Atalanta group. So, I thought about that, but I think the thing that is going to hit them hard with this group is the travel. Um, because Shakhtar and Zagreb are not close. That's going to be that's Croatia and Ukraine. Um, so that's going to be tough. Tough to get to, and it's going to be hard flying back and forth and being still fit for the Premier League games of the weekend. Um, versus you have um, like Liverpool's group, group, they're going to Italy, Austria, and Belgium, those are much easier travels. Um, Chelsea's going to Spain, France, and the Netherlands with Ajax, Valencia, and um, Losk, and then uh. Liverpool obviously drawing Napoli, Salzburg, and Genk. Napoli's going to be a good good one there. Um, and then Spurs, of course, drawing Bayern Munich, Olympiacos, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce that. What? Um, oh, that's just Red Star Belgrade. Red Star? Okay, Red Star that's Belgrade. what I thought. Um, but that's it's Marco, spelled, Marco in, spelled right it's, yeah, it's spelled in Serbian. That's where Marco Marin plays right now. That used to be my favorite Serbian. player. <laughs> hey, well, back to the game. I just wanted to ask you, uh, were you surprised that Sterling didn't score and that he wasn't as active on this game? No. I, I sure was because he's, my, he's on my fantasy. Stop. Um, <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think I really was. I don't think it's – I mean, I don't think it's realistic to – I mean, that's the thing about the City team is if Sterling's not firing, Aguero's going to fire. If Aguero's not firing, Bernardo Silva can fire. If Bernardo Silva's not firing, Kevin De Bruyne can fire. Like, they have so much rotation in who, where their goals are coming from that it's not as reliant on – like for instance, Liverpool, for example, it couldn't is, be like Mo Salah. is really reliant, and not even on just Mo Salah, but Mo Salah and Sadio Mane. Where if the goals aren't coming from those two, um, it it becomes difficult. Whereas uh, City really does have this rotation of goal scorers, where 
the goals are just going to be pouring in from all sides. So all right. I, I'm not overly uh, concerned that... I, I think Sterling is just getting warmed up. I'm doing triple captain next oh week. Sterling, God. yes, that's it. I, I did the bold move. I'm making it. Anyways, uh, I feel like, okay, I feel like a little part of that is, you know, just Kevin De Bruyne kind of being the pacemaker for the team. If Kevin De Bruyne doesn't, I mean, I'm not going to say doesn't let Sterling into the game, but, you know, doesn't like, you know, make an effort to make it all Sterling. I don't think it's going to be all Sterling. I think it's going to be all Aguero or all. Well, and the other thing is, too, is how wide they're playing on that particular game. Um, They weren't playing super wide this game. And because of that, you saw goals from Aguero versus Sterling and Mares. Um. So, yeah, I'm Sterling not like on paper not performing that well. I don't think that's anything to worry about right now because of how much talent they have, and because of how their game dictates so much off of what Kevin De Bruyne sees and how he pl- how he decides the game goes. Well, and I mean, let's not. I mean, it's not like Raheem Sterling's in crisis here. He's still in second place for the Golden Boot with five goals so far this season. One behind Sergio Aguero with six, which is just, I mean, which is just crazy that both Aguero and Sterling are both uh, sitting at... uh, in golden boot positions right Triple now. Triple captain but, next um, week. No, Triple. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous to expect any player to score week in, week out. Um, it's just not going to happen. So and Still is going to be scoring throughout the season, so don't, oh, don't sure. worry. But, like, you know, he's not going to score every game. Like, you've seen just those games where, like, one player just doesn't show up as hard as the rest of them, even if it's against, like, an easy opposition. So I, I don't th- – especially against Brighton, that's nothing to gauge – Raheem Sterling's rest of the season on. No. So, yeah, I th- I, I mean, so just jumping back real quick to Champions League, I think we all expect them to finish top of the group. Does anybody see them not finishing top of their group? Anybody want to make a bold claim there? Uh, I, I got the shirt, the jersey, everything. I'm their number one. So, um, They're going to be the team to beat. I mean, uh, I think Liverpool... Uh, has an easy schedule right now, and they're going to face some tough games coming forward. Not next week, but the week after. But I would be hesitant to triple Captain Sterling next week if you have, especially in my case, because I have uh, Salah playing on my Newcastle. team. Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, Newcastle. Salah's going to go off, or he's not going to, like, he's going to go crazy, or he's going to play like 80 minutes, and, and then it's going to be like, He's taken off because they're doing too good. Well, well, I would I would take some words from Connor because he's number one in our league. I am. I'm um, up by eight points in front of Ryan. <laughs> Seventy four points this week. Not for long. Um. So oh, all right. So <laughs> that I think, was that was a good tangent. Thanks, guys. So okay. You're so I think that uh, closes up Man City four Brighton nil. Moving right along. Uh, West Ham two Norwich City nil. West Ham. Pookie can only score against good opposition. Okay. Wait, wait can you say his name again? Pookie. <laughs> Why? Um, I love that name. I don't think. I don't think this is anything too worrying for Norwich. I think this is just more West Ham playing really well than Norwich not doing well. This, I mean, you know, Pookie's gonna keep scoring. Cantwell is gonna keep playing. Whoever, whoever else on their team is gonna keep performing. I think. I think. Oh. One thing about Norwich is actually uh two I think two of their center backs are injured right now. I think one of them's coming back after the international break, so look out for that because th- I think those two are like one of them's the starting one, and the other one's like the third choice center back or something. So this is gonna I I think 
Norwich is going to look better defensively, especially, you know, I think they've conceded in every game so far. Well, that so. wouldn't, that's a bold statement. I mean, looking better than this, that was pathetic. Yeah. Uh, well, and I mean, I, I don't think Norwich played particularly bad, but um, West Ham took their chances well. I think West Ham really has a, a very good player on their team. Yeah, you picked him up, the, didn't you? Sebastian Haller. Is that my yeah, name? Yeah, Haller is What is it? Haller. Um, yeah, be like Haller. Where did where he come from? Germany? He's, well, he came from he came Germany. From, he's from, from the Bundesliga, French. but he is French. Uh, French? Okay. Oh, there you go, baguette. Wee <laughs> uh, <laughs> wee. Uh, okay, and then uh, moving on uh, that yard, to no, that. Oh, well, yes, so that's moving that on to that Yarmolenko goal. That was absolutely insane. I like oh, the, my the goodness. Noble, uh, the Mark Noble complete miss hit into it, too. <laughs> what, what, a, what a strike that Yarmolenko goal was. That was absolutely fantastic. Very, it, very good goal. That, that kind of goal is better to see than, like, you know, a 30-yard screamer. Because you get one of those every week. This one was just, like, weird. It was more fun to watch. It was a beautiful volley, though. It really That's was. Weird. Just wait till we get to the Leicester game. <laughs> yeah. Which brings Vardy. us to the Leicester game. Uh, Leicester City, three. Vardy. Bournemouth, so glad one. I had him on my fantasy team. a party. Was he on your bench, though? No, he was not. No, he was not. That's where he got all his points. Yeah. Yeah, but did you see that Vardy one bounce and then that boom, goal, right I mean, over he the head? In the that reminds me of that one Jeez. goal that he scored in the uh, title-winning season. Remember that goal? That he he was on too. fire. I don't remember who it was against. I think it might have been City, but he like just chipped it perfectly. It was like it was. I just remember like, him like, just like a weird chip goal. That yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I don't, I don't know what the goalie's doing all the way out there. Bournemouth's goalie <laughs> does not look good. Like he's apparently he's a youth product and he's young, whatever. But like. Come on, you can't do that, especially because they just loaned out Asmir Begovic to uh, a Karabag or something. And so, yeah, right now there's, I mean, they have five goalies. I don't know why they're sticking with this guy because he's not, he's not doing well, like just from what I've seen. Yeah. Um. So Bournemouth really, and I mean, I, I, I think I called this at the start of the, uh, at the start of the season here. Bournemouth is not looking as good as they did last season. They are currently sitting with one win. One draw, two losses, four points. Um, I I don't see them tearing it up this season, but I don't see them. I don't see them in any danger, but uh, I don't think they're going to hit the heights they did last uh, last year. I and mean, looking at their end season form too from last year, it's just like I feel they've like they're continued just continuing that off that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I would agree with that. And uh, they made some good uh, addition additions, but. Um, I they still they if they they need to be picking back up that form if they want to try to finish uh, in the upper upper mid table. Um, I think uh, Leicester's looked really good this season. Well, the first couple games were not great, but the, this one they I feel like they just kind of had a slow start. You know, they're they're just getting themselves. Leicester back City the sitting on eight points with two wins, two draws, no losses. I'm really excited to see them that. next week against Man U and. See how they play against that. Well, Man U is non-existent. I mean, I dropped Rashford. I was I was very disgusted with uh, Man U. I dropped all my Man U players this hey, week. The way you said Man U is kind of weird. Like you didn't say it Man, Man U. You said like Man, Man U. U. You can't like Man drop U. any Manchester United players if you don't have any. Um, I have. I I wasn't worrying about it honestly. I think that Man U <laughs> might end up turn like they have some players that could actually play positively and have like for your fantasy team overall 
like you not mean, maybe not you mean positively well i mean overall okay. there how, are, how, how, there are players on manchester united that are good manchester united will score goals they're not going to be well when is martial coming back we don't know yet. Um, uh, actually, I think it was right after the international break. I, I, I think Solskjaer. that's what they're missing. The I think that's United, what they're lacking. Is the only that United player you should have on your team is Daniel James. Yeah, he that's he's who I have. wow. I mean, I, that goal he made, unbelievable. How old is he? Twenty-one. Oh yeah, he's 19. so he can 19. drink. Nineteen. Dang. Cheers. Yeah, I mean it's in England. He could drink when he's eighteen. <laughs> wow. Um, yeah. Let's see. Yeah, no, no news on. Uh, Roy goes. I'll drink to that. <laughs> <laughs> no new, no news on when Martial's coming back. At least not that I can see on transfer market right now. Um, well, then I, I think Manu's in trouble until he does. When he comes back, I'll start looking at it again. But without him, it was, uh, it was very like a stroll in the park. So I mean, the Leicester Manchester United fixture is always a pretty good one. Oh I yeah, think the, I think both game. teams are going to try to show up. So that's why I don't, I don't think Leicester's going to lose that one. I think Leicester's just going to keep going off this performance, keep going off their previous performances. You know, just be the same old Leicester they've always been. Okay, they've always been. But also, Leicester also uh, has a pretty easy lineup for September too. They have Manu this next week, uh, Tottenham, which should be. I think it, that Tot- that's a tough. Okay, yeah, that's wait, a that tough one. Not, that'll, be a, that'll be a tight game. Yeah, that's yeah. Not, that son, not. If Son stays in, you're in trouble. That's not an easy. Okay. Game. As long as the coach doesn't no, pull and I mean, Son out. And I mean, it's easy. And I think this is one thing that, you know, everybody needs to be careful of. It's easy to talk about teams like Manchester United and Chelsea as being not not great. and not, and, But not up to their standards is still better than most of the standards of the teams in the Premier League. United... Uh, Spurs, Chelsea, these teams are going to win a lot of games. Well, this I actually season. had a flash that came to me that said that Man U gets relegated if they continue to play like they're playing right now this last week. It was actually not good. I mean, I, 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 I could see that. I think they can get relegated. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think they've been there I think too before, long. But, uh, yeah, they, they no, can't. there's, I, there's absolutely no in. way. And I mean, <laughs> well, and I mean, before, if, if it really gets to bad, too bad, like we were talking about, if it gets to a point where by January or even December, they're not in the top of the table or in the top of the table, Ali Gunnar Solskjaer is gone. They're bringing in a new manager and there's going to be big changes. <laughs> yeah, Jose back in. Arsene Wenger. That would be hilarious. That would be absolutely hilarious if Wenger went. <laughs> uh, I, he would. He would not like. The, no, the, there's the no way. Right now. There's no Unai way. Emery. Um, but uh, yeah, I think United might be in the market for a new manager. I don't think Solskjaer is as good as. Uh, How do we as get good back as some on the people. Yeah, I know because we're because we're talking about Leicester City United next week, which we'll right, talk about. Not, or not actually not <laughs> not next week because uh, next week break, is the international break. break. Uh, we'll ha- we'll we'll have a special bonus episode out next week. Um, bonus. Uh, so, but so. I also, one thing I wanted to touch on in this Leicester City Bournemouth game, uh, Thielman's goal was very, also very good. I think I think this team is playing together really well. I think it's going to keep going. That 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 was a, just a good example of a pretty good team goal, and I think Vardy's second goal was too. Well, and I think we talked about the three teams that really made big changes this summer, which is Leicester City, um, Everton, and West Ham, and all of them have been doing every summer. Well, yeah. All of them are doing fairly well. Leicester City's is uh, on eight points with two wins, two draws, no losses. 
Everton is at two wins, one draw, one loss at seven points. And West Ham is also on seven points with the same record. So I think that this form is going to start and it's going to, it's going to, you know, it's going to go well, but each of these teams I think are going to finish just where we all expected them to seventh to like 10th. Maybe I would be surprised if Leicester ends up finishing higher. Leicester could nick yeah. up, could I nick the top six, but I don't. I, yeah, I, I feel like off United or Chelsea, maybe. Yeah, if, Vardy if is Leicester in team, great form. If right? Leicester if Vardy, doesn't implode, it's a long season. But if Leicester can hold on, I could see them finishing at least top eight. And Brendan Rodgers' team's really like slipping. <laughs> I think Vardy definitely keep, needs to keep up his game throughout the entire season, though. If if uh, Leicester wants to be considered in the top eight. Well, I think Leicester is a top eight team right now. I think top six is more like where they, where they really need to like show, like prove themselves to be top six quality. And I would agree with that, Mark. I think they are in the top six this year. Ooh, you think I, they I do already. I do. I think six. they okay. do because, because, because of the other team's performances, you know, it's just like it's a, a weird season. And it, it, well, I mean, and this is one thing to consider is it's still very early. We are Core. on game weeks. <laughs> well, we are on match day four of uh, 38. So we still have oh, yeah. a lot of games to play. A lot of stuff can happen for sure. So I don't think, and I mean, that's the thing is I don't see teams like United and Chelsea struggling for long. And if they do continue to flounder, they're going to bring in a new manager and they're going to throw money at the problem and they're going to fix it. Um, Chelsea can't even throw money at the problem. Well, they, they can throw money wow, at a new manager. You. Wow. Uh, I, I don't think, I don't think Chelsea or especially Chelsea. I, I feel, I feel like just the way that they are, Lampard's gone if he's not performing well enough. Special oh, I, I think <laughs> I think Chelsea doesn't have a problem as long as they leave Tammy Abraham in. You know, uh, going forward. I, I but let's let's move on. What's the next game? Yeah. Well, and I mean, but I mean, you can't. You have to sub your strikers out. You have to rotate. We're them. rambling. No, you can't keep your strikers on Fox for ninety Wai minutes every game. Um, anyway, yes, we are oh, rambling. God. Let's bring it back in and let's jump to Burnley nil, Liverpool three. Liverpool, Why didn't Salah score? Liverpool like top I'm of mad. the table. I'm mad. Why didn't Salah score? Because uh, we're top of the table and having a laugh. Um, I don't like Burnley. Like I'm not even a Liverpool fan, and I don't, I'm definitely not a Burnley fan. Burnley's so boring. Burnley's stupid. Burnley's dumb. I'm sorry. I really just don't uh, like Burnley. Uh, let's let's so let's talk. Uh, the I'm gonna even though it was it was labeled an own goal I'm gonna that Trent Alexander goal Alexander Arnold goal insane. how was that labeled an own that, goal because uh, it actually when he hit it it he hit it against the uh, against Chris, Chris Wood and that it dumb. bounced and it like did that mm. weird loop um, but yeah it, what a goal what an, yeah what it, a, it, it was fantastic you know I want to give a shout out to Yaman in uh, Sarasota. A uh, Liverpool looking good. I think that they're going to be really a good challenge for Manchester City. But I was a little concerned about Mane and his little dispute with Salah. Um, Ryan, what, I want to hear your thoughts on that. What's going on there? I don't think it's an issue. I think it's a heat of the moment type thing. Um, Jurgen Klopp is not going to tolerate that sort of thing. 
Um, yeah, they're, they're, I, I fight. They're I gonna mean, they're gonna hug it out after fights that. There's between teammates all the there's, time. There's gonna be an episode. There's gonna be an episode yeah, up on Liverpool's special too. There's gonna be an episode up on Liverpool's YouTube channel of them uh, going out for coffee or something by the end of the week. So yeah, that was that was a little uh, it was a little concerning though when I saw Mane on the bench and he was yelling at everybody. But Firmino, I like the way he stepped in. He's a good leader. Something that the cop wants you to know. Yeah, I I, I love Bobby, and Bobby of course scored uh, a good Best goal as well. Name, Bobby, for me. But I, I do think Salah uh, wants the golden boot again, and I think he's just trying he's being to a score. Selfish, which he, makes sense. he is. He's I mean, being selfish, and I think Mane called him out on it. I well, think Mane it, called him out. Well, and I mean, it's easy. It's in this sort of game, it becomes. It becomes less about the team and more about the individual stats and pumping up your numbers because you're already now two two nil up at halftime, so everybody wants to score the goals and then people get a little bit selfish, which I think is something that needs to stop with Liverpool. Um, they need, and I mean, Mane is no uh, is is not innocent in this regard either. I've seen him in a lot of chances where he should pass the ball and he really put it wide and especially prior to last season where he did get the golden boot he his shooting was not up to scratch and there was times where he would take the ball and shoot it when he absolutely should not so um i i, I don't think I, this is just the sort of dispute when you have such good players all wanting to score goals yeah but can't that escalate in the locker room and i mean if jurgen doesn't get that under control i think that liverpool will be seeing some problems going forward well 100 percent with the big names in liverpool and it, it's bound to happen if the if jurgen can't take control of that and can't combine them all jurgen. But, but at the time at that at, on that regard though uh jurgen klopp is known for his man management like that is his style. This is the sort of thing that he handles well. Um, so I don't really anticipate too many issues. We shall see next week. Well, uh, you guys are forgetting the biggest name, Alexander Oxlade Chamberlain. It's not a big name because he's a good player. His name is just really long. Ox, yes. I I'm so happy to see Ox back and and playing. He's a fantastic. He's player, a fantastic. But player. he hates playing on the wing. I don't I don't get it. It's the reason he left us. I think I, th- I don't. He doesn't perform as well at center mid as he does at right wing. But I feel like under Klopp, he might start doing better under center mid, and I'd be okay with seeing him, you know, perform really well because we made him. <laughs> right, and I definitely see him uh, playing games in in center mid. Um, that the kind of midfield I think gets rotated a lot in this Liverpool side with Wijnaldum, Henderson, um, Ox, Milner. Uh, and even well, I think Fabinho is is interesting because Fabinho is the only one in this midfield that I think doesn't get rotated um, as much, if at all. He's also got the uh, the center defensive mid kind of. Yeah, he's he's the he his ability. I love watching Fabinho. His ability to just destroy. Any attack that opponents have is just unbelievable. And He's so good. Something at, that, like, you know, Milner, especially Wijnaldum and Oxlade-Chamberlain, do not have. Right. And, I mean, he's such a good player, and he's such a unique player to this team. Whereas, yeah, Wijnaldum, Henderson, um, Milner, and Ox, they all are more attacking-minded midfielders. But but you got to really give the hats off t- today to uh, Firmino, Bobby. 
I mean, what a day for him. Right. Yeah, I mean, he's been he. I mean, and. I, he really gets under. He's criminally underrated, and in a team with Salah and uh, with um, Mane and Mane, it's it's easy to kind of get overshadowed. But his role in that Liverpool side is just so important. And I mean, I saw there was a rumor over the summer about potentially uh, replacing him with Timo Werner, and that that does that not happen. Right? No, that that doesn't happen. There's no way because. Bobby is the perfect striker for a Jurgen Klopp side. He's exactly what Jurgen Klopp wants from a striker. He's right. not, I mean, he's he's just a perfect forward. number nine. I, mean, I, I do want to see Shakiri get subbed in a little more. Uh, I, I still, don't think he's earned his place in the yeah, starting line. Shakiri is so oh, good. Oh my god! No. Did you at the bicycle kick? Well, who do you off. take out? Mane, Salah. Uh, who do you start? Who do? Because those are your options. Who do you take out? Just play two right wings. <laughs> Um, but, um, which okay. I mean, yeah, he's at best a, a squad player. He's going to come on and get subbed on. But oh, he's... he tried so bad to score a goal when he came in. Yeah, play a four-two-four. He's really good. I was but... rooting for him. Um. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, I do have a little bit to add about Firmino. I think him and Lacazette have the best hold-up play. Have the best center forward play. You know, best number nine play in the league. I don't, I don't think anybody comes close to those two. I what? Think they're the most valuable what? strikers in the league. Yeah, I, could agree, I would like, agree with what? that. No, as, a, as, a, as a number nine, though. As a number nine, Lacazette is very good. Um, yeah, I mean, when, he, when he plays and when he's not like, take, he, me, take me out of the yeah, game. Yeah, because he's injured. Yeah, uh, I don't feel good. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, I can't wait. Um, all right. So before that, though, uh, we're going to talk Everton 3, Wolves 2. Wolves, <laughs> pack up your bags and go home. Oh my gosh, I cannot believe how pathetic the performance was. Okay, and Bali with the red card. No, let me have a couple seconds here. They were they were absolutely terrible. I would say drop every single wolf you have on your fantasy because I am just disgusted with their performance I, 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 I no I had you met it I had never I had I mean it was just pathetic and and I uh, used to love the defense uh, I used to love the goalkeeper I used to love it all but I just have no nothing left for the wolves as far as I'm concerned nothing. He just tore them apart. No, the wolves bad. are getting relegated. Right. You heard it here. Bold statement. All the right. wolves are out. They're gone. Okay. Bye-bye. Nice jerseys. <laughs> I loved it, but goodbye. Um, <laughs> so let's just, let's rate, let's rate it in. Let's rate it in, guys. All right. So wolves right now sitting no wins. Three no draws. wins. Did everybody hear that? No wins. Three draws. Oh my gosh. Three draws. One loss. So this uh, is like let's the go around the table. Oh. Let's go around the table and let's have everybody have their their chance to talk about wolves because I think this is a big this is a big point here. Mark, why don't you uh, lead us off? What are your thoughts on wolves? Okay, I said this before and I'm saying it again. The Europa League is killing this team. Like. Just the weird, like, especially. The, it hasn't even really started. But the yet. qualifiers Something are is so weird. The They're going to like you know random countries in Eastern Europe. I feel like they. I think they had one in like Scotland, which you, isn't that bad. You but. mean Italy? They played two. <laughs> <laughs> weird countries in Italy. Third world country, Italy. 
But um, no, Kazakhstan. <laughs> you know these weird countries like yeah. the Italians. But um, yeah, I, I don't think Wolves has has the depth, like I said before, to do this. They have four strikers, and that's like it. They they have, you know, they have two wing backs on each side. But they don't have enough midfielders. They don't have enough center backs. Well, and- you, you, I, I'm going to have to agree with that. And, uh, you know, I would be a Wolves supporter. And I think that the defense is what has been lacking. The yeah, defense I mean, they, is just they're so been tired. terrible. And, they um, need to get new defenders. Their defenders, yes. they're still playing the same defenders they were when they were in the championship two years ago. Well, and I mean, they really it, there's a lot. Their defense. There's they're a lot riding on time. those. They're spending too much time. Upgrading their attack and their midfield, and they need to be upgrading their. And there's a, there's a lot riding on those on those defenders. There's 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 a lot asked of them. Whereas with the strikers, if Jota isn't performing well, he gets dropped and Cotrone comes in. And let me add that putting two past Everton at Goodison is not an easy ask. I mean, no, I don't. I don't. That's, that's pers- pretty impressive. Personally. I as much as Wolves has been misfiring, I don't think they've been t- in terrible form. I mean, even they've been Manchester United so, game with so, the draw. They they were not bad. They weren't bad in this game. I don't I don't get they it. Just so does that la- mean you're keeping Patrizio on your fantasy league? Oh, absolutely. That, oh, what? Patrizio. Uh, yes, okay. I love Rui Patricio. I think, and I I don't. I, I really think that Wolves is going to be just fine. Personally, I think they're going to bounce back. Maybe not. They're they're no. str- they're Drop having them all. They're having a little bit of, of uh, growing pains, I think. Yeah, no, I'll league. sit on the sidelines until the growing pains is over. But um, it's just pathetic. But I think I think there are definitely far worse teams worse. right now in the in the Premier League. Oh, I yeah, think Wolves have just like had a slow start to the season. I think we're really looking down on it. There's only been four games. It's a long season. A lot can change. Um, and I think the Wolves. Are, Need to stay positive, really, and uh, and while the defense is lacking, they should sign Hamas. Well, Rodriguez. and let's talk. Let's talk for a quick second about their fixtures so far. Leicester City Wolves nil nil. So a nil nil draw to Leicester City, who we've already talked about, has been doing very well this season. Um, I think you can look at that from the Wolves' standpoint as a, as a plus. Well, uh, Leicester sitting in third right now, and. Well, we didn't we didn't know that Leicester was going to be that good. Yeah, that, that was kind of all right. What's, right. What's, the next game? Wol- what's the next Wolves game? Wolves won. Manchester United won. That's the second a- half. They were out of their mind. They probably could have won that one. Yeah, Wolves especially won, after Man U. Burnley yeah. won. Burnley's not that bad. I, I still don't like them. Uh, I, but Burnley has been doing decent. They've been... Who's not, a striker? Ashley Barnes has been firing. Ashley yeah, Barnes like and Chris Wood three, yeah. are both very Where good. Where is he at with the golden boot? Uh, Ashley Barnes, I think, is sitting in... Uh, he's in fourth. He's got four goals. Whoa, kudos so, to you. Sergio Aguero has six. Raheem Sterling with five. Timu Puki with five. Ashley Barnes wait, with wait, four. Wait, wait. Timu? Tamu Pukki, and uh, Tammy Abraham with four as I well. Into that one, <laughs> so uh, so yeah. I don't. Congratulations, you Wol- played yourself. <laughs> Wolves have not had easy fixtures so far. I, honestly, yeah, I you know who has is Liverpool. Well, yeah, but but, you know, but, yeah. but, but yeah, we're in and first. I wouldn't discount Everton here. Richarlison finally found no. his feet again. Richard, I mean. Everton is not a bad side. Everton is sitting in uh, in sixth place right now but, with seven points. Yeah, two Everton wins. Everton is very, uh, very They've only out. lost Watch one out. game. Like, uh, Everton is not a bad side. None of those sides that Wolves has played so far has, are, are, are going to roll over. And I think, quite frankly, Wolves-Chelsea uh, next week is going to be a, a really, really good game. 
I don't. Th- I mm-hmm. Wolves is not in any sort of danger. I don't think they play Chelsea, Crystal Palace, uh, and Watford. Nikki, I see them. Nikki, come on, you're gonna let that sit. They're playing Chelsea next week. But and Chelsea, you think Chelsea's he's a saying tough fixture. A, I think. I yeah. think that's what he's saying. He's he's more he's more he's more like a. You know, first five fixtures are awful. The next, the next two at least are like you know, dr- not dream fixtures, but Watford seems. Like they're Watford gonna fall should over be where they're going to be the scoring some goals. Um, but I think I, I I'd be curious to see if Wolves can keep the draws up. If Wolves can draw against Chelsea, I mean, a draw is a point. They're getting points. No, they're not drawn against Chelsea unless they pull Tammy Abraham out again. I don't think Go Tammy Abraham is going to score like that against Wolves. Wolves' defense is much better than who was it Norwich and Sheffield. I the, the, yeah. both those defenses crumbled faster than Rome, but. You know, I guess Rome kind of took no, a long time. Rome took a long time. You know what I mean? All roads lead uh, to Rome. About ninety minutes. Rome wasn't well, you know, built in a day. I don't think. I don't think they're gonna kill Rui Patricio and then you know Connor Cody, Ryan well, Ben, whoever the heck they're. When Rome? Um, hey, I was in Rome in July. So uh, it's still there. It's still there. So on Everton, though, how how do we feel about Everton? I think I personally, I think they've been doing. I think they've been re- looking really good. Yeah, I've they're been, a sleeper pick. I think they they you know you got to watch out for them to be in the top four. Um, come come end of the season if they continue. The way they are. Oh, they could uh, easily sneak up on you and eighth place easily. Yeah, yeah. And uh, Mark, your thoughts on Alex Iwobi scoring his, his uh, debut goal for Everton? <sighs> I love that man. <laughs> I love Nigel Boy so much. Like I, I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy we got forty million for him. But oh, I'm so happy for him. He, he's a good player, and he's finally being played in the right position. I think for Everton. So that's, I mean, that's better. I think I think he deserved this move. I think this was a good move for him. He's going to be getting good service from Sigurdsson. He's got you know he's still got good players surrounding him. So well, I don't it's, it's good to see him on the field. I will be good deal, you know. Because I wouldn't he call thirty five million a good deal. But 40, I, yeah. 40, sorry, forty million a good deal. But uh, honestly, I think he's I think he's going to be pretty good. I don't think he's going to tear it up, but I think he's going to show that he's better than what he show, showed at Arsenal and that he deserved more chances. All right. Well, I think that wraps up Everton Wolves and. Uh, Let's close it out with the big game of the week. Arsenal 2, Spurs 2. I wanted to cry after the first half. I think <laughs> yeah, you should. should be playing better. You should. That second half was the best soccer I've ever yeah, seen Arsenal was, play. It was, it was incredible. Yeah. They need to show up for both sides, or but, for both halves. So. Second half FC is real with this team. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You only got lucky because they pulled Son out. If they uh, wouldn't have pulled Son out, that would have never happened. Arsenal needs to no, playing, uh, Spurs to made a mistake by pulling Son out. You but know? it's 2-2. Two, two yeah, yeah, as soon as they pulled Son out, it was like, oh my god, we can get aggressive again. Okay, because Los Celso is uh, another uh, attacking player. Well, and I think... Uh, I think Arsenal needs to be starting. Bad call, Sabellas. Spurs. All right. Xhaka was the worst pick to start. I start saw Sabellas. the midfield. I saw the midfield, and I was like, you know, maybe this was a good idea. Maybe Xhaka's not that bad. And then he does that. I'm so done with Granit Xhaka. Ganduzi was insane. Torreira was taken off pretty early. Sabellas. Yeah, Ceballos yeah, did very well. I don't get it. I don't get it. What, what is what has Xhaka been start doing to Ceballos. keep his starting? Well, I'm gonna tell well, you something. The uh, one team that I'm most afraid of of all of them to beat Manchester City and and sneak up on everybody is Arsenal because of the talent can... that they have and the way they put it together on that second half and came back. You know. Um, I, I, I'm in fear of Arsenal 
And I did not see that earlier in the year, but the talent that you guys have right now at Arsenal, um, I'm I'm with you. I agree, the, the 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 thing that's gonna kill Arsenal though is their defense. Socrates and Xhaka were so bad that game. The first the first goal was straight up Socrates. David Luiz Soc- actually played good. David Luiz. Lu- this, this, this was a pretty good game for David. David Luiz did great, and but, so did Wenduzi. But I could hardly tell him apart. <laughs> Anybody was, else have pretty, that problem? No, I actually had that problem. Yeah. I want to be honest. But, I mean, but, um, they both played exceptional, and but I, I think, think David Luiz has found a home. But, I think he's found a home. He already had a home. No. Anyway. All right, hang on. Yeah. Time out. He spat in that home Time space. Out. Let's let's talk. Let's talk for a minute, though. Let's talk for a minute now that we've heaped a bunch of praise on David Luiz. Let's go. Let's uh, turn the clock back one week to Liverpool three, Arsenal one. Uh, All three goals with David Luiz's uh, fault. Hey, hey, Mark, let's not forget about that yeah. game. Mark, <laughs> want, want to say something about that, bud? I don't like our. I don't like how we're starting David Luiz and Socrates together. From the beginning of the season, oh, I said I thought you were going to say I don't like Liverpool. Well, th- that too. But I, I'd rather see Chambers and Socrates or Chambers and David Luiz together. Well, Chambers isn't even a good defender, but he has half a brain, so he's not going to make I weird have a mistakes. For you. Go for it. How do you feel about all the business that Arsenal has done since the Tottenham game with Mohamed El Neni leaving? I'm and so happy. Also, Nacho Monreal leaving. Mkhitaryan. Mkhitaryan was the leaving. biggest one I wanted. We, we our uh, board... I don't understand why Mkhitaryan left. Mkhitaryan, I think, is important to you. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I don't. I'm not sure if we were watching the same game. Mkhitaryan wasted every chance we had. Mkhitaryan loses the ball every couple seconds. I don't know where he went after the Bundesliga. I guess it was to the pub to have some fish and chips because you know this is <laughs> this is not the same Mkhitaryan that we had at Borussia Dortmund. I was there. I didn't see him. Okay, got it. Well, he he's he's somewhere eating or something because I don't I don't know what's going on. Mkhitaryan going is good. He's getting two hundred ten thousand a week or something. He's like the third highest earner. I mean, it's just a loan, but hopefully Roma is going to be paying a lot of that. You still option to buy at the end too. You still made out better in that deal, though. We did. I yeah. That versus Sanchez Alexis Sanchez. is just that. That was just awful. I'm so glad he's gone. But um, bye yeah, bye bye. You got you got El Nani going too. I, I think El Nani was El Nani was a good squad player, but that's it. He was he was kind of deadwood. And then um, Nacho, Nacho, I'm sad about him. He, I don't. I remember that one season where he scored like five goals, like. You don't need him. You got Kieran Tierney. I know, but and oh, speaking of left backs, Kalashnikov was insane that game too. I, I, I'm gonna be honest, but I, I don't think this. I don't think this game is. I, this game is like weird to judge. I don't get it. I don't know if we're supposed to say our defense is bad or the attack is good. Well, okay. Now, now let's talk about the Spurs a little bit. Since Mike isn't here, I'll step in for you, Mike. Um, Harry. Kane, or as my mom calls it, Hurricane, did um, did score a penalty. Dorian? Yeah, and he uh, scored a penalty, and um, Son was looking really good. I think, you know, this is his second game. I still don't agree with pulling him out. I think that was an absolutely terrible call. I, I, I was confused when they pulled yeah, him out. I don't it think was it was a good idea. Right, I, think Los, I think Los Celso could have come in for I think like Deli, Deli Ali oh, is back, and, and I think that there's some... Uh, there's something with the Erickson thing going on. Um, well, Erickson started, and he got the yeah. goal. He got the first goal. I, I think this is 
proof enough for him to not. I think the Spurs. You know, to stop I think the Spurs him. are about to um, click and about to look really good again, like the Spurs of old, maybe like two years ago. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's the Spurs of old. I remember the other Spurs of old when they were out of the top six. But um, yeah, you know what I'm saying. But the, the, yeah, Harry Kane, Deli Ali. You know, I don't, Erickson. Deli, okay, that little fight between Deli Ali and Ceballos just made my like made my day right then. And yeah, there. I'm sure it did. Ceballos, I, I love Ceballos so much. And then you know, just the, the fight that Socrates started too. I mean, I know it was bad, and I know Socrates shouldn't shouldn't have done that. But I feel like these players actually care about Arsenal, which is a lot more than you can say about you know the Giroux's and the Sanchez's and the apparently the Kashelnys. I love when. Uh, after the Europa League final, when Giroud held up the uh, trophy and went, "Thank you, Arsenal." <laughs> I don't like Giroud. Yeah, I yeah. I, I don't. But this team cares about Arsenal. I can see that. I can see that Socrates actually wants to win, even if he's kind of a headless chicken. I I, I can see how Granit Xhaka <laughs> likes the team, even though Granit Xhaka is going to be conceding penalties. I can see how, you know, even the new players like Ceballos, he gave it his all. He's just a lone player. He looks like he's trying to fight for his place in the team. He looks like he wants to stay. Like, but be, I, I, I do have one question for you, though. Go for it. What the heck was Pepe looking at? Where did he see a goal? I mean, I don't know. Everything he was shooting went way, way. I mean, it's just like he was the Chicago Bears kicker last year. <laughs> it was. Doink. It was. <laughs> it, was <laughs> it was bad. It was, it was bad. Crazy. Come on, Pepe. If uh, Pepe learns how to shoot, he would. He's honestly a contender for Golden Boot. Uh, but if he, he had like three, four wide open shots. I don't get and it. And completely missed. It was. I mean, I was. I had flashbacks to the Chicago Bears kicker. It made me sad. Like, I was like, I watched Pepe bully these defenders for 90 minutes, and I also watched him, like, flash every shot wide. I did see that one Lloris Lloris save that was just completely insane. I don't know how Lloris got to that. But other than that, I don't think think Pepe had the greatest game. So what do you guys think? Is this, was this Arsenal playing well in the second half, or was this Spurs, um... Just dropping the ball. This is an Arsenal. Second class was a master class. Or second half was a master class. Again, Doozy stepped up. That's people. You know, people are always saying Arsenal fans are the only ones who rate Gunduzi. I think after this game, people are gonna like see that. You know, Gunduzi's an actually good player. Well, I I do think that Spurs took uh, the with taking out Son and then you know trying to play more of a defense. I believe that the Spurs let. Arsenal back into the game and when they did do the draw I was I was pretty disappointed because I I really was rooting for uh the Spurs and Mike um I do want to give a shout out to Tommy Harner you know way to move up in the league but um, (laughs) two shout outs yeah yeah but um Um, I I do think that the Spurs um gave it away they gave that game away I Back think, to Arsenal because they took the aggressiveness away when they pulled Son and then they decided to just try to hide the ball or kick the ball away. And then Arsenal saw an opportunity and they took it. And I think Lacazette's goal also opened up the team so hard. I mean, Lacazette, the way he scored that goal, first of all, was insane. But also him starting to step up and like starting to perform 
was just like, you know, wait, wait, like an indicator you, wait, to the wait, team wait, to actually start trying. Did you see what he did? He scored the goal, and then shortly thereafter, he got the yellow card. And what did he do? The minute he, he got, got the he yellow got card, he's like, I, I need to go out. He's my, still nursing. My toe hurts. He's still nursing an ankle injury that he got during. Oh, it was think, his ankle. I'm sorry. Yeah, during the uh, first, during preseason, I think it so was. I, I, he's not 100%. So. He isn't, but I think, I think this was a. I mean, he did play against, uh, I think, Burnley, right. but yeah. Well, I think we're already running uh, pretty long. So, I, right, think so I think it's time for the quote of the week. All right, Nikki's quote of the week. Go ahead. Uh, my quote of the week this week comes from uh, Jose Mourinho. Um, and he said, the only people who can complain about the introduction of security cameras are thieves. Wasn't that also the quote of the week last week? Yeah, that yeah, was. was Come on. One, but, let's, yeah. let's get a new one. <laughs> Spurs. Uh, how, about, how about, here's my quote of the week. Wolves suck. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Uh, and as a final uh, uh, final send-off here, let's just go around the table and tell Burry. me who you think, who you think is uh, going down. Nikki, who's going down uh, as of right now? Now that we've seen four weeks of games. Newcastle, um, Watford, Burnley. Connor. Uh, Bournemouth and Watford. There's there's another team. Okay. I'm going to go with Wolves, Wolves, and Wolves. Jeez. (laughs) Mark. Um, Bournemouth, Watford, and I'm going to go with, uh, Norwich. Manchester United. (laughs) Um, I'm going to go with the Newcastle, Villa, Watford. Can I switch to Villa? Actually, uh, yeah, not I would not also like to switch to Villa. I forgot they existed. Not gonna lie. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Uh, also, the quote of the week this week is "R.I.P. Burry." Um, Dude, no, that's never sad. forgotten. Oh, Animal yeah. crackers. Yeah. All, right. <laughs> All right. Well, yes. Uh, obviously, what happened with Burry, Burry is uh, very sad. Our our very hearts sad. go out to all the fans losing their team. That's very unfortunate. Um, They're one of the oldest teams in football. They were oh, they're older yeah. than Liverpool. Hey, and yeah, I, I just want to give a word out to Laporte. I hope you're doing better. I hope everything's all right. Manchester City, rock on. Yep, Laporte, obviously a very avid listener of the show. Um, and I think with, on that note, uh, thank you guys very much for listening. Um, we will be potentially back next week with some sort of bonus episode. If we Get can fig- review! If we can figure out something fun. Otherwise, we will catch you after the international break. Thank you guys so much for listening.